What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the latest episode of the Captain's Corner podcast. Each week, we catch up with Columbia football captains Michael Murphy and Josh Wainwright. We always bring in a special guest, normally the player of the game uh, from the previous week. So, Josh, you get the honors of introducing our guest this week. Absolutely. Here we have uh, number 12, Ty Linhart. How are we doing, Ty? Good, boys. Thanks for having me on. Well, of course. Of course. Ty, uh, thanks again for coming. We'll just jump right into asking you a couple questions about the game and First of all, when did you know you were getting the start on Saturday? Um, I think uh, at the beginning of the week, uh, I mean, we knew Josh got a little banged up from the previous game. So uh, right from the start of the week, I was taking reps with the ones and, you know, we kind of just went right after it. Was it easier for you to get into a little bit of a rhythm uh, knowing you were going to get all the reps in practice into the game on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, for sure. It, it always helps just being able to consistently play and get reps back to back and you know get chemistry with the guys and I think that definitely helps with chemistry and you know getting in a rhythm and but I think just from the previous weeks just you know getting in and being in the game you know it wasn't it wasn't that bad but it was good to just be in consistently and be able to feel the rhythm of the game you guys set the tone right off the bat with that flea flicker play Murph told me a story before we got on. Talk about how that play got put in and how you guys utilized that on Saturday. Yeah, so uh, I didn't even know this until Sunday <laughs> meetings. But we uh, we meet up as a, as a unit, you know, every Sunday to go over the game and positives, negatives, whatever. And uh, our OC, Coach Fabish, he mentioned that uh, Matt Dane, one of our quarterbacks, he's in um, me and Murph class, he, he, he drew up that play. And uh, it was an incredible play. It was a flea flicker. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a little fake fake block and go straight up the uh, hash drawn up for Mike and tie through a great ball and we had what a 47 48 yard gain on the first play of the game so actually really funny Dame was real proud of that he was, <laughs> he was wearing it on his shoulder yeah, awesome. Dame, Dame's been begging me to get on the podcast so if he keeps doing stuff like that maybe we should get yeah him on definitely yeah <laughs> Ty, how did it feel to like kind of connect on that first pass? Did it give you some extra confidence uh, yeah, getting that first I mean, one out of the way? Absolutely. Just starting off like that, getting that momentum, hearing the crowd, getting the you know pregame jitters out. It was the best thing that could happen. Just getting a boost from everybody, and you know from there it was downhill. Yeah, r real quick, shout out to the homecoming crowd. You guys came out. That was mm -hmm. that was awesome. That was amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that was awesome. So on defense, you guys were able to stop one of the best rushing attacks in the country even. Do you think jumping out to that early lead kind of took away an element of their game at all, or were they still Absolutely. trying? Absolutely. We yeah. fed off the offense completely that entire game. So to, to score on the first drive, um, to take the field for the first time up seven points is huge. Um, we knew num the number 30 was the guy they were trying to feed. Um, so going into the game, we had it pre planned uh, and prepped that he was going to be the one getting the ball. So. Um, I just thought we did really well and fed off the offense really well. It was probably the most complete team win um, I've seen since I've been here. Uh, so just a really good sign, a really great day on Saturday. And the only downside is not finishing out the shutout, which, <sighs> again, the defense didn't give up any points. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, it's tough. But, you know, I, th I thought we played extremely well. Start, I mean, basically everyone. And uh, the DBs had probably one of the strongest performances I've seen uh, this year, led by Ben McKeegan, Ben Mathismeyer, just breaking up balls. Um, they tried to test them early and often, and uh, – Ben was on point, both of them. Um, safeties, corners, everyone, just a great job defensively. 
offensive line played a really key point. You guys were able to throw a lot of different rushers at them and keep them off balance. Do you think it was just a matter of those guys developing chemistry or some adjustments you guys were making throughout the week? I mean, hats off to the O-line. They, they played their butts off this week. Um, so first and foremost, you know, you got to give a lot of respect to those guys, you know, turn around their performance, um, you know, let up zero sacks this, this past weekend, which is huge. And I'm sure Ty can touch on that in a moment. But really this week, I think they just, you know, came into their own. Um, you know, they have great leaders on the O-line, Parker Coogan and uh, Joe Scouten. And, you know, they were really hammered all week. We got to protect the quarterback. We got to make our mark on this game. And I think it showed in all facets. We had two running backs score touchdowns. We had Ty with almost 100 yards on the ground. Um, like I said, zero sacks allowed. So that just speaks to, to the leadership on the O-line and, you know, that determination that came in this week to, to really, you know, make their mark on the game and, and show that this O-line was nothing to be messed with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot – like everybody says you can't do anything without the O-line on offense, and that's like – the truest thing ever like those guys what they did this weekend that's what got us the w on the offensive side of the ball just you know that's why we could run the ball pass the ball all facets of the game like it starts with those guys and their leadership their energy just carried throughout the whole team and i mean we've had some you know adjustments to make throughout the start of the season some guys have gotten injured and we've kind of been, you know, trying to fit the pieces to it. But I think this weekend they just – everything came together, and that's going to be awesome momentum to build off of going into next week. Even towards the end of the game when, you know, everyone in the stands knew <laughs> that they were running the ball, we were going to run the ball to kill the clock. I just felt like we were still getting first down after first down and getting the good push, even when a defense knows run is coming and they can't stop it. I mean, that's really <laughs> deflating. Um, so just a great job all game by the offensive and just a, a fun f performance to watch from the sidelines. How much sweeter is it to get a win on homecoming with the extra people, extra family there, the extra pomp and circumstance? Oh, it's sweet. Yeah, It makes <laughs> those celebrations true. afterwards yeah. even that much sweeter, too. Yeah. So. I'm just uh, very happy for this program. I mean, a lot of people have doubted us in the past, and, and mm -hmm. you know we haven't sh shown our best football um, up to up to Saturday. So still a lot of room, as you guys know, still a lot of room to improve on. But um, just really happy for this program. We absolutely needed that, especially going into a huge week for Dartmouth, an undefeated, undefeated team. And going into Dartmouth, it's a short week. So for the seniors here, what do you guys tell the younger guys? How do you prepare and how you get ready for that Friday night contest? Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think – have we experienced a Friday night game before? I mean, we played Princeton. Uh, uh, Freshman yeah, yeah, we played Princeton last year um, on Friday night. Okay. Um, but but nothing like this going – I don't know. It's just a huge game. Like, it's a, pretty much an Ivy League championship game, right. we like to think of it. Um, because, you know, you can't lose another game. You've already lost one. You can't – if you want to, you know, accomplish your goals, you just have to win. So, um, very short time, a short turnaround. We practiced yesterday on Sunday, which was kind of – you know, tough to get back in the groove, especially after playing a long game and whatnot. But, um, you know, you just tell the younger guys, okay, we need a great look on scout team um, all week because this is obviously one of the hardest offenses to prepare for, um, a really precise and efficient offense. So um, the scout team needs to be on point, and we just need to get at it out the gate. I mean, Tuesday, we have only Tuesday and Wednesday, and then Thursday is going to be a walkthrough. So really just two days um, of good practice. So you got to make the most of it if you want to go in and beat Dartmouth at Dartmouth. Dartmouth comes into the game undefeated, like you said, and on paper looks like one of the most complete teams you'll face this season. So we always talk about the keys. What have you seen so far that you guys are going to need to execute on Friday night? 
they're just they're a tricky team um looking at them so like they'll, they'll leak backs out and run wheel routes and, and and find guys uncovered i already watched the entire game where they um they they uh, spanked yale pretty good so and, and you know watching it they were just guys running free um down the sidelines <coughs> and, and the quarterback put the ball in a, a good spot for them and seemed like a lot of blown coverages so we just need to be really stout um, defensively be really prepared and just watch watch as much tape as we can leading up to the game so that nothing really uh, tricks us I think offensively we just have to stick to our game and focus on our jobs they do a lot of stuff defensively that's you know confusing and a lot of different looks coverages but I think if we all do our job and we just focus on us and you know not stupid penalties uh, turnovers got to take care of the ball um, just all those different facets. We gotta, we gotta control that. And if we do our job, I mean, we're unstoppable. So, I think Josh can say the same thing. I mean, the unsuccessful drives and you know the bad things that happen have kind of been our, as an offense, our fault. Not really the defense doing different things. So I think if we can just get rid of bad penalties, uh, turnovers, different stuff like that, we can really be, be efficient against these guys. At the end of the day, I feel like offensively, the the real key to having a good day is just to execute. Um, when you're playing a well-rounded team, well-rounded defense like Dartmouth, then you got to come in there. You got to do the the big things right, and you got to make sure you take care of all the little things too. Because, um, you know, any any one slip up, any any one screw up, uh, you know, they can take advantage of that when you have a talented defense like that. So, um, you definitely got to respect them. They have a, a great team, secondary on down, defensive line, linebackers. Um, a lot of experience in their group, so we got to bring our A game. But you know, we know what we're capable of. So if we execute, then I think we'll have a good day. Now, off the field a little bit, what are you guys doing on these bus rides? I mean, you already had one long bus ride to to St. Francis, but what's the atmosphere like getting to these road games? Mm -hmm. Well, the, a four or five hour trip, and it's a continuous trip. We don't make any stops, so um, you know, it's it's a tough ride to be honest. Uh, not a lot to see when you're driving out there, yeah. but. Um, most of us are just honestly in the zone, watching movies, watching tape on the bus, and just kind of getting mentally prepared. Hopefully, on the bus ride back, we'll be celebrating, though. I mean, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't really say so. I just go from the bus ride. I know it's going to be a six, you know, five, mm -hmm. six hour trip. So I go into that knowing it. Try to get some sleep if I can. Like Murph said, watch some film, review some offensive plays, schemes, you know, whatever it is. So. Yeah, I'd say the same. I'm, uh, I'm actually right in the middle of Game of Thrones right now. So. <laughs> Watch a few epis of that, but other than that, you know, just getting in game notes and different, you know, seeing the different looks on film, but, you know, not overstudying, not overthinking mm -hmm. it, but, you know, just getting your head right, getting some sleep, just getting mentally ready. And going back a little bit to X's and O's, three of these five games so far have been non-conference games, so how much of offensive and defensive playbooks have you not even implemented yet? No, yeah, um... I mean, when you have an offense that is uh, as talented on so many fronts like ours, then you have a lot of room to, you know, draw up some really interesting plays and some things are going to put defenses in really tough points. So we definitely have some things that we've been sitting on, um, some some passing concepts, running schemes that, you know, we're excited to showcase uh, moving forward, especially in a big game against Dartmouth. Uh, and, you know, we're going we're gonna to move the ball around. We're going to fly around. We're going to showcase our talent. So. Mm -hmm. And Coach Farrar, our defensive coordinator, has kept our playbook pretty pretty simple these first five weeks. Um, haven't showed much, to be honest. We've showed our base coverages, and our, our job has been trying to execute that base coverage, the, the simple stuff, as efficiently as possible. We've only run uh, two to three blitzes. 
Um, so yeah, a lot of our playbook is still untapped. We have a couple packages that we're waiting to install. So hopefully um, that'll be a nice wrinkle for us to, to be able to throw in and see if we can execute on that front, different, just running different kind of defenses. And on the other hand, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. if things are working, you're not going to have yeah. to throw many wrinkles in. So, mm-hmm. um, so Ty, I noticed uh, you got a little something growing underneath your <laughs> nose there. You want to, you want to fill everybody in on, on uh, the story behind that with the quarterbacks. So about a week and a half ago, you know, we're all kind of just sitting in the meeting room. I, I forget what day it was during the week, but um, once again, a Matt Dame kind of suggested <laughs> wow, two a little idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Matt Dame, it might have been somebody else, but we just thought, you know, we got to switch something up. I've had kind of like a scruff just consistently for a long time. Some of the other guys have been on and off. And we were just like, let's, you know, do something different and switch it up. We were kind of, you know, on a little losing streak, and we just wanted to brighten the mood a little bit and do something cool. And, you know, if we keep winning – it's going to be there, so <laughs> you're going to be seeing the stash yeah. for five more weeks. Are the other guys growing them, too, or are they doing different stuff? Trying to. Yeah. Uh, a couple of guys are, you know, starting off. For, yeah, John Forback did a little uh, goatee action. <laughs> I don't know. We're just kind of switching it up, keeping it light, um, you know, bring some smiles to people. Yeah, but it's kind of it's a fun little tradition we kind of started. Who has the best and who has the worst? Best goatee on the team? Yeah. Me. Without a doubt. When I get it edged up, oh, baby. <laughs> We've got a couple of weak mustaches, too. Some yeah. guys aren't the best at going to yeah, We'll see what happens. They're going to need need some time, so <laughs> we'll keep winning. you got four more weeks, you know. Yeah, like it's got plenty of time. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for joining me today. It was a good Absolutely. talk. We'll go for a win. Hopefully we can do it again on Monday. No doubt. Uh, good luck on Friday. Once again, Columbia takes on Dartmouth this Friday, 6 p.m., in Hanover, you can watch the game on ESPNU, not ESPN Plus. So you can watch it on your cable television if you have ESPN Three. A lot of different ways you can watch it. If you're listening to this early in the week, you can rewatch the Penn game on SNY. Check GoColumbiaLines.com for re-airing dates or check your local listings. If you want tickets to the last two home games of the season, you can buy those by visiting www.GoColumbiaLines.com/tickets or calling 888-Lions11. That'll do it for this week's episode. Once again, Josh, Mike, Ty, thanks for taking some time. Thanks for having us. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Go Lions. Thanks. Go Lions. Let's go, boys.